on the rave. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. My name is Gav. I'm Ari. And you are tuned in once again to the On The Rave podcast. Hello for the very first time of 2019. Oh, you lucky bastard. It's been, a, it's been a rough turn of the year. Me and Ari have took some time off yeah. to, uh, to, yeah, to recuperate and to pamper ourselves a little bit. I've been to a spa day. Not really. No, I just been to the spa. He's been to the spa. He didn't go for the full day. No, I just been to the spa. Got some corn snacks. Oh, the S yeah. P A R spa, <laughs> amazing. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, what we'll do, Addy, is we'll start the way we always start, and we might as well start this year with a bang. Let's go for some reverse choice. Oh, who's picked it this week? Who's picked it this yeah. week? I've picked it this week. Have you? Because it's new year, new rules. I get to pick what's actually going on with Ravers Choice this time round. Just for this one. That's um, plan. One of my favourite guys on Facebook, a guy who puts out questions for everyone to answer on his Facebook. If you don't follow him, you should follow him. His name's Ferrank Manseed. He was a tattoo artist in town. Frank is a lovely, lovely, lovely guy. And he reckons that we should start the new year uh-huh. with some 808 state. Sounds good to me. Specifically, specifically, he reckons Pacific state. Sounds like a banger, let's go. Right, let's go.
Ah, and what a way to kick off 2019's podcasts. That was 808 State, Pacific State, and that, as they say, is a tune. It's a wasp, I felt that one, It is, it's a proper, proper banging tune. Um, Addy, we're starting the year with a pair of guests. A pair? A pair a of duo. guests. It's a duo. Deck. It's it's no <laughs> It's not quite Ant and Deck. That would be that that would that would be good though, wouldn't it? Do you reckon we could get what what do you reckon we could get out of Ant and Deck? I don't know. The piss heads off. Oh no, he's he's off the he's off aye, the juice now. Yeah, he might tell us some really good stories. He might trust us because we're one of them. We're one of those. Oh, well he's one of us. You know, he's just a Geordie. He's just a Geordie Raver. He's down a rumble. I want I wonder if he's fucking full of pinners. Uh, I'd like to think that he's enjoyed plenty of time waving his arms full of full of rinsed out pingas, like at least one of them, if not both of them. Like I'd imagine that would be a really warm Geordie embrace, wouldn't it? The pair of them absolutely ripped on pingas, having a a, a lush. I love you, Art. I love you, Jack. A proper lush cuddle. Um, so uh, let's introduce the guests that we've got in here today. So uh, in the studio, in the studio, in the room, or the office. Just in my house. Right in your house. Yeah, it's in my house, yeah. Uh, in the office, in the house, with the massive stand-up Boba Fett, uh, we've got Cole and we've got Pez. Hello, lads. How how's it going? Good evening, gents. Uh, how's it going? So what we're going to do, we're doing a double header. Um, uh, me and Addy are going to be working with these guys in the future on some events maybe. in town. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that and we will talk a little bit about that. There's no maybe about that. A little talk, bit. Might talk a lot about it. Might talk a lot about <laughs> it a little bit later on. But uh, guys, it's nice to uh, it's nice to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, good, spot on. Well, uh, I think what we'll do, uh, we're going to go with you first, Carl, aren't we? Yes, that's correct. Mint, so do you want to introduce yourself to the On The Rave listeners? Hello, everybody. I'm Carl, otherwise known as Decryptor. Uh, been on and off the scene for 25 years. Fuck me. <laughs> mostly on the, the underground illegal rave side in the, the 90s. Had a break, early 2000s, and come back to a pretty much non-existent scene in the northeast. Yeah. And trying to rebuild it. Yeah. Good. We like the sound of that. Yeah. I like the idea of rebuilding the northeast. Addy, Addy's got his camp. He's got his campaign going already. Hashtag make the Cooper Ridge rave again. Yes. <laughs> well, I was outside the Cooper Ridge last night, and I think it's definitely going to fall down soon. Yeah, it, it's a sorry say. If you, if you go to our Instagram page, I posted a picture of it. It's uh, it looked very decrepit last night. Yeah, um, of course you can catch us at on the rave on Facebook. You can catch us at on the rave on Twitter. You can catch us on YouTube.com <laughs> forward slash on the rave if we haven't been suppressed. And of course, Addy's favourite. We can go to Instagram and you go to on the rave with Addy and. Gavin. And remember, Gav, we now have a Patreon site. They've got some pennies to put in and to keep us in coffee and uh, other shenanigans. Maybe if there's a £10 ping up to it, uh, if, you, if you want to keep wearing pingers as well, that's it. coming up soon. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so uh, the Patreon is there for anyone who feels like they want to donate. If uh, you search Patreon for On The Rave, you'll yeah. find us. Uh, we are currently powered by Podbean. And fueled by Basement Snacks. Don't forget, you can go into Basement Snacks on Ridley Place and you can go and shout at Don's on the on camera. On the rave. On the rave. And you get 10% off all your coffee and snacks. Yeah, and this week she's nice. doing uh, vegan sausage rolls. She's doing vegan sausage rolls. Well, you know what it is? Greg's are sold out of the pastads. So someone's got to be putting them on the yeah. street for the people who <laughs> don't deal with no meat on the streets of Toon and all that. 
Vegan um, sausage roll shortage of the year 2019. Mm. Yeah, that's it. The year started with vegan sausage rolls, and now Greg's don't have any again. They were they were a myth. If you if, <laughs> I, if you didn't get one in that one week, that Greg's actually had one that didn't exist. Um, let's crack on and start talking about Carl's tunes that he's picked. Um, and the first section that we do, and he's frantically looking for his phone to try and catch up with what's going on there. there um, is. <laughs> is the early influences so Carl who were the early influences on you in your, in oh, your music my life my early influences well I was brought up on rock and metal right courtesy of my dad uh, from the age of two he used to shove us in the corner of the room big cans on my ears Led Zeppelin Black Sabbath nice. Floyd nice Fox. yeah on my mum's side it was kind of you know, the mamas and papas Beatles Beach stuff, Boys. A bit more vocal stuff. Yeah. We yeah. love a bit of the Beach Boys. I absolutely love so the Beach Boys. I had such a varied range growing up. Yeah. Um, and it was once the the acid scene started in the late eighties, that was that was me on my electronic journey. Yeah. So like the initial stuff was like the rock that your mum and dad were listening to yeah. and then who who like put you did you find the digital scene yourself or? Yeah, it was um Wow, no, actually... Uh, I said digital, life. it was probably all made on analogue equipment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, our Amiga's counted as digital. Well, it was if definitely, it, wasn't, definitely it, not analogue. If you had to plug it in, was it digital or analogue? Yeah. Uh, my cousin that introduced us to the scene, in a way, uh, he's a DJ on the underground techno scene. All oh, right. Has been since the late 80s. Uh, he's DJ Aubrey. Right. Um, huge in like, Spain, Italy... Um, and it was kind of him that stayed us away from, you know, the stringed instruments to the <laughs> to the synth instruments. Hands-on synth stuff. Yeah. Um, never looked back since. It's been a really interesting journey over the years. Yeah, it sounds like it. So, of all of the stuff that you were listening to, is there one tune that sort of encapsulates your early influences? Your, your like your early listening. Yeah, the um, I think it was back in '91. Um, Breakbeat was starting to come in, and it was a uh, track by EQ. And oh, what was it called again? I haven't got my Googles on. I haven't got your Googles on. Edit. Edit. That's fine. <laughs> my memory is like. I'm just looking for science. Are you looking for, oh, have you not got science going yet? No, no, I, I totally forgot until right uh, now. Urban Shakedown featuring Mickey Finn. That's what you've got. Oh, the EQ one's further on. Yeah. Right. That's fine, we'll come back in. So was that 91? Yeah. Yeah, you've got the year right. Yeah, right, let's have got some right. Yeah. Um, before we do the next one, I'll just let you look at it so you remember. Yeah. <laughs> you've got yours on your phone. <laughs> That's what people normally do. Like, you know, we'll, like, to start with, we'll get bits of paper all over the place and then it quite. <laughs> yeah, I was going to write them down. Do you know what it is? It quite quickly builds up and you feel bad. Because it's just a little podcast and we're not very eco-friendly. Of course you're in all of the Eco-footprints fucking way off the chart. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, Carl, Ellis. Yes. <laughs> if there was uh, one tune that sort of encapsulates your early listening, what tune would that be? Well, back in 91, I was introduced to Breakbeat by my cousin, uh, Wanted to try us on something new since I wasn't really digging the, the underground scene back then. Right, the techno stuff. Uh, that was very minimal 
strange acid. Minimal, another word for bored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was too repetitive and not enough going on for us. And he's like, oh, wait, maybe you'll like this. Introduces to Breakbeat, and there was a track by Urban Shakedown, Some Justice. Oh, it's a classic! <laughs> Mickey Finn version, I heard that. Oh, Mickey Finn. Mickey Finn's a bit of a hero of ours, isn't he? Yes. He I comes up all the time. We, uh, so, like, didn't we, uh, we played the same day as him at Bang Face. Yeah. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, yeah, so Some Justice, Mickey Finn. Yeah, absolute classic track. Remember yeah. having that on cassette and basically wearing it out to nothing. Tapes. Tapes. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. rave tapes. Oh, rave tapes. Amazing. So, uh, for the early influences track, let's play Shakedown featuring Mickey Finn. Ooh, yeah.
breakbeat old school shenanigans there. It was. That was 1991 encapsulated in one tune, wasn't it? Uh, that was Shakedown featuring Mickey Finn, Some Justice, and that's quite a banger. Bella. That was the early influences tune selected by Cole, who sat with us today in the On The Rave studio. What? So, we'll uh, turtle straight on uh, to the finding your own feet section. So, this is when we talk about the music uh, that you started listening to that you were more responsible for, that you went out and actually sought yourself. Yes. So, uh, when you were out seeking your early musical adventure, what sort of thing did you pick up? Um, I don't know if you can remember when we used to have record shops that sold rave records. Uh, uh, there was a record shop called Volume Records. We used to have a bit of a franchise in the Northeast. Right. Remember Volume, yeah. Remember Volume? Friday and Saturday. Used to spend many hours in there. I was mostly searching through breakbeat and someone had kindly put a non-breakbeat vinyl in amongst them and I was like, oh, what's this? Stuck on the little turntable in the shop and it was turbulence, disaster area. Oh. And it absolutely blew me away. <laughs> I never knew that kind of music existed at that time. Yeah. And that was me kind of introduced to hardcore at a very very early stage yeah there's like lots of people who said the same sort of thing they're discovering this one off tune where they're searching through other records oh, yeah. where they were looking like it's funny like you go to a record shop thinking you're going to buy one thing and you can walk away with something <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. different but like equally as good or equally as it's like, like when you get there and you're, you're flicking through tunes but whoever's on the shop just puts something fucking crazy on in the background that you've never heard before and you're just like Fuck that. What's that? <laughs> What's that that you play? It. Yeah, can I have the one that he's playing, please? No, I, I can still remember, like, I mean, HMV had the one that you could listen to, but that wasn't the same sort of music. It's, like, beat down. Yeah. Um, and the one, what was the what was the one at the top of Northumberland Street as well? Steel Wheels? <coughs> yes. Oh, was it Steel oh, Wheels? Oh, um, I spent so so many times uh, so many good days man. yeah yeah and you'd, you'd go in thinking you were going to buy one thing and you'd just sit and listen to all sorts of stuff and buy buy something that's got a white label on that someone's put in the wrong box but you've found and, you, and you're keeping it like it's now the five swords and it's it is now the yeah, five swords it is the five swords oh, we've had some shenanigans in there as oh, well I've had shenanigans <laughs> <laughs> exactly. theme, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that, there's, there's not it's a bar your fun days always start it is it is it's the tr- it's the troublesome start to a Sunday Funday. Sunday Funday. Before you get to the level enough of de- depravity to wander around the corners yeah. and go into Sergeant Pepper's. No. <laughs> <laughs> Two cans of Strongbow for a five on your car. They still serve pints of woodpecker. We're like when when woodpecker on tap. Have you seen how orange woodpecker is these mm. days? It's, it's like mad. Yeah. It's like Iron Brew. Yeah. It's like it's like Iron Brew, man. It's absolutely mad. Um, so what else were you listening to when you uh, when you were finding your musical feet? Was there were, um, were, there, were there other artists that you found yeah, when you got into the hardcore um, stuff? I've always had a pretty eclectic range in like taste in music, Aye. and I started getting into bands like JDO. Mint. Um, remember stumbling across their album on vinyl in the shop. It had a twelve ninety nine sticker on. I was like, All right, three ninety nine sticker going on. They play that. Best album purchase ever. On the way podcast, we'd just like to say that don't condone thievery. <laughs> um, even if it does get you a banging tune on vinyl. Then, oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but... Um, yeah, not naughtiness back in the day, but... You'd do anything to get yeah, a good record back in the day, wouldn't you? When you've got like, Switching a fiver in your hand and you're like, oh, I need that album. I need to take that one home. Yeah, because it'll not be there next time I come. 
Ah, yeah, it's it's you know what it is? It's, that's what I always call. That's what I always say about TK Maxx. Like you go into TK Maxx once, and if there's a jacket there, don't think that you can leave and it'll be there the no, next time no. you come, because it'll be gone. Like you get one chance in TK Maxx, and it's a bit like that in old school record shops, isn't it? Yeah, you'd yeah. see it, and you'd be like, ah, like ah, if I don't take that, someone else is going. Yeah, just fucking hide shit all the time. Well, hide them amongst yeah, other records and stuff totally like that. Bargain just right in the back of a one bargain rack that like no one ever looked at it was full of dust, just like hide it there until payday yeah <laughs> all the time I wonder how many people even if, HM, if it was an HMV I'd just fucking take it to the rock section or another floor and just like leave it there yeah do you know HMV's actually got a massive record section in again now it's not the same as it was it doesn't have any rave or anything like that but they actually do have loads of vinyl again like the yeah, vinyl I've got two of my records in HMV and Blackpool ones Right, yeah, amazing. Really randomly. Yeah, that sounds really. What you, you went to Blackpool and you went to HMV. We just had a look in. I was just like, oh, 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 fuck. Yeah, spotty dog, spotty dog. So, uh, the finding your own feed section of the podcast this time <laughs> out. Uh, you've got the turbulence disaster area. Yes, sir. So, let's um, let's play that tune for everyone to listen to in that. <laughs> Go, 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 
That is, that, is, that is a canny, 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 canny tune. That was Disaster Area by Turbulence. Uh, that was 1992 on the label Dance Pool. Sweet. Well, let's um, let's toddle on to, to one of Addy's favourites. I know you love a bit of uh, first wave memories, Addy. Oh, it's fucking brings a tea to a job, So when we talk about your first rave memories, uh, who do you remember? But where where was where where were you? Was it like was it the, absolutely the very first one, or was there one that you particularly stand out? My absolute out? first rave I went to was the original After Dark. Right. Before that, went belly up. Where was that? Um, in Sunland Town Centre, behind the the bus station that was there at right. the time, uh, which is around the corner from where the original Blue Monkey was. Right. Um. Started on my rave journey with Turbulence, and heard a few people. Oh, there's raves in the town, so scraped together my pocket money. Told me mum I was staying at friends. I was still at school. Went there. First DJ was on warm up, and he dropped this track and goosebumps throughout. Jones and Stevenson. Mint. Oh. And, oh, and that was me hooked. Fair. Totally. First rebirth. Yeah, first rebirth track. Yeah. Such a tune. That is still, like still this day, such a fucking absolutely epic record. Just like as soon as you said what the tune was, like you're right. It's one. Of, it is one of those goosebump tunes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like it's one, it's one of the ones that people are like. I think loads of people are trying to remix it as well. Yeah, loads of people have tried, done, but they haven't done their take got, on it. Got that emotion that that track's got. Yeah, it's like it, it, it's it's one of those ones that I've heard loads of different people. You know, I heard talking about this track loads. James Smith. When yeah, James, he loves it. Like he like Smiggy absolutely loves that track. I'm sure. I'm sure we had a, a right good go about it. And I remember, uh, as I was just saying, Addy, that. Um, we had a Rollies for Mice years and years ago at the Cooperage. Um, and Ed Cox opened his entire set with his version of it. Um, and he basically played a speed up, jacked up version of it and then started playing like live hopscord over it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really good one. There's a tape of that somewhere that I'm trying to get a hold of to try and, because, you know, we've got lost loads tapes. of loads of lost tapes to come for you. Like, so. Um, but yeah, I'll try and get a hold of that one to get it up. It's, it's, it's one of those ones that were high. I don't know what it was like, 2008 or something like that. Um, but what an absolute! Yeah, man. It's, a, it's it's one of those it's one of those rave tunes, isn't it? Yeah, well, most definitely. And see, it still gets played today, and still has the same effect on people. Yeah. Which timeless classic? Yeah, that's what absolute I call anthem. It. Absolute anthem. Yeah, it's one of those ones that's as it's, because it's such a good tune. It's like it's timeless. Yeah. In it, like that, every time someone plays that, there might be someone hearing it and falling in love with it for the first time each time. Like you can imagine it being played on something like Six Music and some guy listening to it in the kitchen <laughs> going, "What is that? Like, well, like, where, when did I miss that?" It's very much of its yeah. time, isn't it? It's oh. that sort of mid '90s euphoric rave. Yeah. It's, it's personally, I haven't found a track that's had the same effect on us. This is one of those tracks that could very easily be in the arms in the air moment for a yes. lot of people. Yeah. Yes. Like, just, just thinking about it, there could be lots of people who would sit down and do their lists like they would for the show and they'd play this as that arms in the air moment because it really is one of those one of those class tunes. So, um, 
let's not tease you anymore. Uh, let's just play the tune, I reckon. Do you reckon? Yes. Going with the fucking thickness. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is Jones and Stevenson, the first reboot.
Ah, well, that's just one of them, isn't that it? Was, that was magical. I it feel was. like I fucking shelled to hop a cheeky pinger. <laughs> <laughs> a one that sort of like got stuck on the way down and give you a giggle three ways through the night. Yeah. Yeah. Spotty dog. Um, well, toddle straight on uh, to the fourth section of the podcast. Uh, sure is. It is. It's the fourth section. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk about the Festival Fever. So, uh, Festival Fever, Outdoor Noise. Outdoor uh, noise do, you like, do you like a bit of outdoor noise? I love a bit of outdoor noise. Yeah, I always like a bit of outdoor noise. What sort of uh, what sort of thing gets you going by the way of outdoor noise? Oh, bass. 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 Bass and sunshine. Bass and sunshine. Yeah, bass Perfect and sunshine. combination, can't beat it. Yeah. Base, sunshine, relatively cold beer, not oh, too cold. Yeah, not I've too got, cold. I've got sensitive teeth, man. Cold beer just knacks my gob. Mm. It's no good. And I got like the relatively, relatively room temperature, <laughs> like tepid beer, unfortunately. So, what sort of tunes get you in the mood for that sort of outdoor music? Guaranteed, every summer, I always revert back to my roots: the breakbeat, yeah, um, the old ambient drum and bass. It's to me, that is summer music. Like the early 90s Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. How old would you have been when it was, like, early 90s? Uh, early 90s. Well, I left school in 94. You were, you, were like, you were, like, you were of the right age to be actually consuming yeah. all of the music. Like, I was a little bit too young at that point. To, like, I would have been, like, 11. Like, so... But you got to consume all of yeah, that music the first time round, which is mint. One of the lucky ones, I was blessed with facial hair from a young age. Ah. <laughs> Went to my first Fantasia event in 93, got in no problem. Mint. But from the DJing perspective, it was more of the free parties, yeah. the illegal waves. Yeah. Back then, which there was an abundance of, there was more illegal events than there was licensed events. Right. Which was fantastic. Sounds it. Like these days, there's not, not 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 enough of either, is there? No, no. Uh, you've got to go and travel to go and see someone these days. Yeah, which is hopefully something that you're going to bring back in as well. With, uh, with what fingers crossed, got, fingers what crossed. Got. Wow, big lineup coming, big lineup. Yeah, get out and get those tickets. <laughs> going fast. So, uh, is there any like one guy or one tune that particularly gets you in that sort of festival fever mood? Yeah, uh, Ch- Ch- EQ uh, released quite a bit of. Uh, a formation records. Oh, that would be correct, sir. Beautiful label. I wasn't even looking at the list there, Carl. You weren't even looking at the list. You knew off, that one yourself. That's off my own knowledge. Oh, he's talking about EC. We'll provide him with research and he doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He's an, he's an almanac of 90s stuff. Any reference. Absolutely any reference. Especially He-Man. <laughs> I don't remember turn yet. He-Man won. He-Man stayed. Everyone's... Uh, everyone's uh, Oh, that's right, yeah. So you can be interactive with us at his favourite is Instagram. And on was it on Instagram you are doing polls? Uh, No, no, it's on the the Facebook group. It's on the Facebook group. Addy's been trying to find the perfect rave location from the 90s. Everyone preferred uh, Castle Grayskull? Yes. Yeah. I was a voter on that. Yeah. Yeah, so Castle Grayskull is where you'd like to go. It would be kind of banging to put like put a sign up and put a DJ Dex inside the mouth of Castle Grayskull and just yeah. like have people bopping in the moat well, <laughs> <laughs> I like, thought people might uh, went for if, you, if you're a kid back there and you had the castles the skeletal one actually came with like a mic that you could 
like a, a mic thing so you could go, whoa, welcome to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, so sorry. I thought, but only DT uh, recognised that, so it was only me and DT had it. <laughs> oh, and everyone else went for, well, right. went for the, yeah, well, everyone's a little bit faced these days, man, it's Christmas. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or, it's, or it's just being Christmas, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, well, we've got we're, we're, for Formation Records. Formation, yes. Uh, EQ released the track, uh, Total Ecstasy. Uh, and there was a mix done by the fantastic DJSS. DJSS. And well, again, him. that was another track, which first time I heard it, it just had, had me gripped. Yeah. And it's still one of the most regular played ones in my little summer sets that I do. Yeah. SS is the lord of the banging remix. Oh, yeah. He's also the lord of the second drop. Like, he'll build it up and build it up and drop that first drop on you, and you think that that's the top of that tune, but no, no mate. Lord, He's going to strip everything shots. back down, build it all the way back up, and that second drop's always just poison in a DJ SS tune. Like, DJ SS does that version of Limb by Limb, which is just absolutely off Finn by Finn, um, which is just absolutely banging as well of that sort of time. So. Um, absolutely wicked. Well, let's play some EQ. Fantastic. Boom. Let's go. Ecstasy, 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 ecst
two with a tune, Gavin. That was the DJSS remix of Total Exodus which is an absolute banger. Anthem. Um, anthem. It is. It is. Proper anthem. Okay, well, we've rolled into the fifth section of the podcast. This is when we get to talk about shared discoveries. It's one of my favourite bits. So, um, as well as sharing something you may have discovered, do you want to share anything that you've got coming up? So this is probably the, the perfect time to Ooh. talk a little bit about this Ooh. event you've got Ooh. coming up. So... Um, as we said earlier, the On The Wave podcast, me and Addy yes. are going to be turning out for these guys to lend a hand. Um, they've got an event coming up and I think Cole's going to tell you all about it yes. right about now. So what's happening? The event is Hardcore Fighters, which is an extension of the brand from the Netherlands, which funny enough is called Hardcore Fighters also. There we go. Um, they have just recently become a foundation themselves and expanding, I think they're expanding into Belgium now. Um, but UK side, we are joined with Children with Cancer UK. Yeah. So all of our events are specifically tailored to raise as much money as possible for that charity. So all proceeds from tickets, merchandise goes straight to them. We put nothing in our pockets. Um, but the lineups we've got, ooh, We've seen. Oh, we have some tasty people coming, especially from the Netherlands. Yeah, you've got some Dutch legends and you've got some local legends yes, and uh, got some local wallies on. <laughs> one or two, one or two. Yeah. Um, the two hour blue bell answer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're hoping to breathe a bit of life back into the northeast, mainly Newcastle. Um, we're going to be putting the events on as regular as possible. And as the uh, lads mentioned, we're going to have the on the rave. Boys, on the residents, uh, first event you'll see them tootling about, maybe doing a few interviews with a couple of the guys from the lineup. Let's hope so. Yeah, hoping to get a few uh, a few of these Dutch guys to answer some questions and p- probably pick some tunes for you as well. All well up for it. Yeah, that sounds good. So, like, you've obviously you've got your event coming up. If one of you and the tune you've picked for yeah shared discovery, how did you discover them? Um, it was. One of the lineup, nine oh nine junkies. Right. I hadn't really heard much about the guys before. I know they've been floating about for a while. Uh, got chatting to the, one of the main chaps, who his solo DJ name is The Control. Right. So I thought, oh, hey, I may as well check them out since I've put them on my lineup, and I was seriously impressed. And like with his solo stuff. With his solo stuff, he's got some absolutely cracking tracks out, and a lot of really, really decent collabs with people and I was quite surprised at how unknown he is yeah mainly in the UK over in the Netherlands he's he's quite big Germany because he's half German half Scottish which good combination Jockish yeah but yeah I'm checking his tunes out and has become part of my Regular listening. Regular listening, and hopefully get them banged into a couple of set, upcoming sets. Mint. Oh, that sounds really good. Well, obviously, people can come along to the event. When's the event? Event is the 27th of April. There you go. And where can people get tickets? People can get tickets on Skiddle if you just search Hardcore Fighters UK Event 1. There you go. Absolute bargain of a price, £12 plus booking fee. There you go. Mint. So you know where you can come and, and see this guy. We're going to play one of his tunes now. 
the tune you've picked called uh, very subtly holy fuck yes sir um uh, but i mean we've got we've had all sorts of names of tunes on here it's one of the tamer ones we've had isn't it um but this is from 2017 uh by the control uh this is holy fuck enjoy
Mint, that was the control. That was, as, as we said, that was holy fuck. Um, like from- smashing you. Fucking nana with a bag full of spanners, <laughs> and you can come and see the control <laughs> along with these, uh, along with these other nine hundred nine junkies. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> uh, who will be playing at the Hardcore Fighters UK event? Half live performance and half DJ set. Oh well, there we we'll go. So, Getting spoiled. Getting spoiled, doubled up. Um, Two so, yeah, it <laughs> is. So, uh, Addy at section six, I need you to do us a favour. What? I need you to set the scene. Right. You're pushing through the crowd at Hardcore Fighters. Masses of people there, down the front, in <laughs> the cosmic ball bag. Edge along, and the DJ drops just the most wickedest tune. Hands in the air. Are you a screw face? Oh, ultimate screw face. Ultimate screw face. Right. That's, that's the way I go. I prefer me, the tracks to be so meaty. It just... Crumbles your face up. <laughs> crumbles your face. Crumbles your face up like an origami fucking swan in the wind. Gone. Um, uh, that sound. Well, we do love a bit of a screw face. Uh, I still haven't done the tally. Like, I, been, I, know, I was just looked. Yeah. I looked up there. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I keep. Wait. Uh, uh, one day I'll update is. One day I'll update is. I'll, I'll, I'll just drop it on you. Maybe on the anniversary if you're nice. If you're nice. Drop it like it's bot. Drop it. <laughs> Aye. Aye. No, it's not, I don't know where to go. Cool. Don't know where to go with that. Tell him fucking hanging the deal uh, That's it. I, uh, Addy was, was out for pingas last night and uh, he's still rough. He's still rough. Bless him. That's why we'll look after him. So what sort of tunes is it that draws the screw face out of you? The more bass, the more distortion. Yeah. The more low end... Yeah. Craziness, the better. Got roll shaking, yeah. bass going right through you. If it doesn't leave a lasting scarred impression on you, <laughs> then it's not good enough. Right, okay. So just the most disgusting, bass-heavy nonsense. Yeah. Um, and that's the stuff that does make someone's face screw, you know. It's not... Sometimes you can think it's like personal choice, and other times it can actually be the music causing such eruptions to your internals that it does that to your face. Yeah. Like you need a wagon casually after. Yeah. It's just like I'm just dying for someone to drop the like you know the brown note. Just dying oh, for someone yes. to drop the brown note in the middle of a set and just see everyone in fucking cosmic ball bag just drop trow at the same time. <laughs> just like one one communal absolute flattening from it. No I you know, I I'm very much like it's I very much sit somewhere right in the middle between like that arms in the air and that screw face moment. But that's something about like when when the bass just gets naughty and you can just screw that mouth or flick that finger and you just know that's the one, that's the one. So what sort of uh, specific tunes get you get your face screwing up? You can drop a couple if you want before you uh, actually announce your tune. I'm banging uh, Dion at the moment because uh, he's. Yeah, he's, he's Got some very very naughty tracks out. Yeah, he's he's good, Dior. And um, his alter egos. <laughs> very very alter egos. Yes, yes. It's hard to like... keep up with uh, all of the different names he goes under. But I was quite surprised when I was rummaging through my collection the other day at how many Dion tracks I actually have. So I think I've got a bit of an obsession about them, to be honest. He makes good music. He never <laughs> makes really bad <laughs> tunes, look. It's on his release as well, it's quite varied as well because he loves the, the heavy, total, bass-induced, 
Koma track, and then he'll have maybe a bit of Millennium stuff on. But yeah, for me, it's, it's the bass. <coughs> and the track I've picked for this is by Promo, and is bass management. Sweet. Well, let's just roll that one straight out for you. Let's get fucking thick of it. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Screwface moment for the On The Wave podcast today. Uh, that was promo base management. And that... It were brutalness. Yeah, it is a bit brutal, that. It does It does not make you want to screw your face. So, yeah, yeah you're right. It's a, it's a kind of example you've picked to match your uh, to match your lines there. Sweet. Well, as we move on, we're moving to section seven, which is the dedication section. Uh, this is the section of the podcast where we allow our guests to dedicate a tune to someone, play it out there, tell them how much they love them, or if you're smith, how much of a cunt they are. Um... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, would you like to dedicate a tune? What tune would you like to dedicate and who to? Well, the track is Forgotten Moments by Lenny D, and it's the Orphidian DJ cut. Oh, Lenny D. Lenny D, God. It's an absolute savage tune. Savagery. Savagery. And uh, for whose oral pleasure, oral with an AU, uh, <laughs> for whose oral pleasure are, you, are we playing this is tune? It's dedicated to two people. One is my good lady. Uh, Wendy, um, this was probably one of the first rave tunes because she she never really knew about the rave scene until last year. Right. Uh, when I shaded, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, she was well shaded. I kept it totally hidden from her. Uh, but I dragged her along to the Nocturnal Wizards night with Lenny Day. Ah, right, Sam. Yeah, uh, I was playing on before the master, and I dropped this track i think was my second from the end track and just to see the expression on her face when it kicked in just made my night mustard and Mint. it's also dedicated to my daughter uh, for various reasons but this track brings back a lot of fond memories right to get sit and play it with the band uh for those that know, uh, a lot of stuff happens uh, back then. Stuff does. does Shit happens. Shit happens. No, does. No. Um, um, but this track came out not long after said incidents happened. Yeah. And helped you move on. It, yeah, it, it got me through a very very dark time. Sound. So uh, double dedication and yes. uh, dedicated to the Missy. Uh, dedicated to the band as well, uh, Lenny D, second most played person on the podcast. Um, uh, now only so after after Mark after Mark Archer, yeah, <laughs> he's Mark. second most played person on the podcast. Yeah, see you res uh, if you haven't had too much gin. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We've got it. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, we've got some win conditions here with our trip to res. Yeah, uh, hopefully we'll be sitting down and speaking to some of the people who are up at res. Um, but it just depends on their gin consumption. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, hey, do you know what it is? At least he was fucking honest about yeah. it. Do you know what I he mean? He said straight away, you'll have to catch us early. Yeah, catch us early before I'm full of gin. It was like, there you go, that's the challenge, isn't it? Wait, that just means that we've got to survive the bus journey up to Res and make sure, make sure that we can still actually talk by the time we get up there. Um, so, Lenny D, as I said, the second most played person on the Iron the Rave podcast. And this is Forgotten Moments. Beautiful. The Ophidian. Ophidian DJ. Ophidian DJ cut. There we go, let's go.
just started the recording as you asked that incidentally <laughs> incidentally I bought them at Home Bargains um, that was powered by Home Bargains powered by Home Bargains Home Bargains get in touch if you want to 
sponsor the podcast. Yeah, or even um, the or Aldi for or the disco biscuits. Azura, Azura Nitro Coffee um, uh, was a quid in uh, Home Bargains. So I picked up a couple because they make podcast people talk. <laughs> <laughs> people just start pumping their gums when they're full of coffee speaking of pumping your gums because you're full of coffee that was Lenny D um, uh, and that was the that was the Ophidian remix or the, the Ophidian DJ cut of Forgotten Moments which was the dedication track picked uh, we're rolling into section 8 of the On The Rave podcast which is when I'm going to take a moment to quickly remind you that you can catch us at On The Rave on Twitter you can catch us at On The Rave on Facebook you can catch uh-huh. us at youtube.com yep. forward uh-huh. slash on the rave, we are currently powered by Podbean. Reviewed by Basement Snacks. And don't forget that you can go in the Basement Snacks and get 10% off all of your snacks and coffees and goods by simply shouting at Don's behind the counter on the rave. It's wonderful as well. The coffee is genuinely good. We wouldn't say, we wouldn't say otherwise, would we? It's lush coffee like it is. Yeah. Absolutely banging coffee. And if there's one thing I deny, it's coffee. Coffee, coffee and pingers. <laughs> right. No, no, like, if Addy went on mastermind, this <laughs> like, chosen specialist subject. Specialist subject. Pingers, two thousand to two thousand and ten. <laughs> Mostly Mitsubishi's, speckly ones. Amazing. Um, triangle Superman, man. Joyce, <laughs> I was gonna make a leeway there about guilty pleasures and pingers being guilty pleasures, but they're not guilty oh, pleasures, are they? No. It's just an everyday. Pingers are cool. It's an everyday occurrence. Um, so section eight is the guilty pleasures part of the podcast. This is when we talk about the horrible music that you might not like other people knowing that you like. Uh, you've got to go a long way to go all the way back to the fucking very first time we had a guest to beat the worst tune we've had on. We've had close ones, haven't we, Addy? Well, it's been very close. We've had close calls, but at the minute, Pegs Smith is still ringing. Shit. So that <laughs> Steps mega mix is hard to listen to, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as The Wolf, though. No, it's not as bad as like there's a there's a time and a place for steps, you know, at a wedding, twelve point twelve points up, dancing with your aunties and nanas. Do you know how, is that not when steps is acceptable? I don't think the wolf's ever acceptable. No. Like we put it on before and it just yeah. you guys it gave us a bit of a headache. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just awful. It's just well done, Pegs. Just a bit it's shit. gonna take some beating. So, um by the way of guilty pleasure, it's called what like what what do you listen to a bike up on your lonesome in the in the headphones on the bus when you know no one else is watching my chill out music your chill out music your chill out music if I'm decorating doing any jobs around the house this is my soundtrack Um, people two good friends all hardcore fans find out I listen to this and start distancing themselves (laughs) (laughs) just building it up here like any so yeah, I'm a closet metalhead. Wait, Tarried? Uh, it's not for bad. some reason. I, I get a lot of frowns when people find out. So Turn that this. frown upside down. Yeah, you're, you're in friendship country here, yeah, like we I, like metal. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't mind a bit of metal. I like my other, my better halves, like ninety percent metal, ten yeah. percent K-pop. So, like, you <laughs> are. It's the uh, kind. It's the kind of mix. It, well, it used to be, you know, closer to five percent K-pop, five percent Lady Gaga, but she lost some trust for Lady Gaga at one point. I don't know what it was. You'd have to ask her. Maybe we'll get her on to talk about metal at one point. You know, if there's a if there's a market for metal, there's always a market for well, metal. There's, there's always a market. Always will be. So what sort of metal do you listen to when, uh, you're, when, when you're putting up some new wallpaper? While you're wallpapering or while you're painting the dado rails? Something that gives a bit whiplash. Um, stuff cradle of filth. Uh, like the progressive stuff like Warpath. Can't fucking Dream stand Theater. Danny Phil's voice, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's, it's like nails really, on a chalkboard. 
But early Cradle of Filth, music, musically, beautiful. I'll have to take your word um, for it, like. If, if, if you, if you can kind of zone out of the Danny's high-pitched squealings, then... <laughs> squealings! Then it's a, it's a great band. He just, um, do you know what? He comes across as such an angry midget. Yes. He really oh, does. <laughs> like, he just comes across as such an angry midget. And the, the, uh, like, do you know what it is? He recently did a song that was used on a WWE event. Um, it really? was used for the. It was this, he featured on a song that was used for the NXT event that was just recently. Well, the on. UK one. No, the not the UK one. It was the one before that. Because the, they had about ten songs on that. Yeah, they had yeah. loads, but it featured Danny Filth. And the little video bit that came on every time was Danny Filth walking in massive fucking platform shoes, covered in rings all attached together, with a trolley walking down like an aisle in an Asda. And he looked so out of fucking place, and it just made he just he looked like such an angry midget next to all the cans of beans and stuff like that. But he was just pushing a trolley along, and As it just do. made us guy it just made us pull a face and think, fuck that. You know when you just haven't heard of someone for a while, and it's like, yeah. oh look, there's Danny Phil. So, he's, he's pushing he's pushing a trolley and featuring in their wrestling soundtrack music. Um, so what sort of yeah? So as we. Before I went on my tangent about Danny <laughs> Filth. So what sort of music uh, you say when you when you're doing your when you're Hard, doing the housework? Fast, lots of bass, lots of rapid kick drums. Yeah, it's kind of me alternative to speedcore. Yeah, kind of stuff. That sort of black mm. metal, dark. Yeah. Double foot peg. Yeah, that's the one. Damping along, you get other drummers with thighs like Roberto yeah. Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead little electric guitar tour and then when everybody's out there house have a little kick about on it every now and again can't yeah. play for shit but you know it makes us feel like a rock star well that's it i bought a banjo not a banjo i got a bought a ukulele because i wanted to feel like that giant guy from hawaii you know the guy who sings somewhere <laughs> yeah, over the yeah, rainbow. Yeah. Like one day i just want to be able to stand half in the water and play one somewhere over the rainbow and look as like sort of in place as he did um, I've not picked it up yet. I'm not. I'm trying to, um, <laughs> it got as far as buying it. Yeah, I know it was a wonderful birthday present that I got bought. I just haven't had a chance to pick it up yet. Sadly. Give it a stroke. Kind of like art. Yeah. Uh, like I still have to be looked at. I still haven't picked up art. Um, so which tune is it, it that is you've uh, chosen to fully represent your guilty pleasure of horrible black To Mama? represent my very guilty. Little secret. Uh, it is a track called Hades Rising by a Swedish black metal band called Bloodbath. Are there any other type of black metal band apart from Swedish? Mm. <laughs> 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 I have got a lot. I have got a lot of Swedish black metal. Or they've just got a lot to do. There is a lot of Swedish black metal. Yeah, there's yeah. just a lot of Swedish black metal. Cool, well, let's play some. Um, so, this is the Guilty Pleasure track that's been selected by Col. Uh, this is Bloodbath. Don't hit me, people. Don't hit him. This is Bloodbath, and the tune is called Hades Rising.
way that was some Swedish black death metal stuff thing. Yeah, that was Bloodbath and that was Hades Rise and that was a guilty pleasure track selected by Carl, who's sitting over to my right. Uh, so, uh, we're quickly moving on and we're moving into the gold section where... You've chose to play your wild card, so you're doing a double goat. I am, yeah. Um, too hard to separate the two acts, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so do you want to take us through your first pick? Who and why? Who and why, we Lenny Day. Lenny what, Day. What, what can you... Exactly. Can, can you see anything bad about Lenny Day? Well, people... people can, a little bit short. People can try yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes me look tall, though. Well, that's Outside. it. There you go. Um, is next to him, even Tony T looks tall. <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's L- Lenny D. Yes, yeah. a huge, huge inspiration in my early years. Yeah, just for his sheer passion back then and his drive. Yeah, he used to sing everywhere. Well, that's it. He yeah. just he didn't just like put music out. He was out there playing his music yeah. as well. And he, he gives a lot of new people that first step on the scene. Yeah, on his label. Um, which is fantastic for someone of his caliber yeah. to still look out for the little guys. Well, I'd say everyone who I've heard who's actually spoke to him and enjoyed time with him said that he's a stand-up bloke. He's well, a little oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Way, my missus has got a huge obsession with him now from that right. first nocturnal uh, phone. After that night, was just full of selfies with her and Lenny Day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. Did you was, be, you've been replaced? Not a single picture of her with me or her with anyone else. It was just her with Lenny Day. That's like, like your, right, okay. your missus and your hero next to each yeah. other. There's got to be some sort of conflicting emotion going on. It's just sort of like, oh, oh when, look how good the pair of them are getting. Oh, how the, how, the, how yeah, good are you two oh, getting on? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it went straight in the wank bank, that one. <laughs> The, the personal one or have you actually got one in the house or oh, it's, uh, yeah it's uh, on a nice big screen yeah. computer and this is close to bed there we go there we go a look at the inside the things that happen when the doors close <laughs> in the Davison household fucking hell right so what Lenny D tune sort of typifies the reason why you've selected him as a goat uh, I sat for a good few hours rattling through tracks and there was one track he released fairly recently right with the Sicker Squad a bit of a collab um, and the intro it just it just had his giggle and me tits off right uh, and it's on me phone I'm a bit knocked for work or one of my courses I stick that on and sort all the crap yeah, out sort all the crap out right mint um, well uh, I don't see why there's any more discussion to be done Addy should we just play some Lenny D let's get fucking into it yeah let's bang some Lenny D out uh, this is Lenny D and the Sickest Squad and the tune is called it's just an MF is, is that shorted for sweary it is. It it's is. just an. It's just an MF, but it's shorted yeah, for sweary. Sweary. We we're not sweary on this podcast, Gavin. No, no, we're, we're a family friendly. Sw- we're not fucking sweary. We are a family fucking friendly educational fucking podcast. Educational is fucking me, man. <laughs> One for all the family. Exactly. This is Lenny D. Ha <laughs> ha. Check it out. One, two. Check it. Check it. Check it. Check it. Check it. Check it out. Motherfucker, 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 fucker, mother.
Mother, fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fucker. Fucker, fucker, mother, mother, fucker, fuck, mother. Papa, fuck, mama, fuck, papa, fuck, mama, fuck. Fuck, papa, papa, pop, 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 pop. Mother, mother, fucker. Pop, pop, Lenny's a popular guy and he's also he's all been picked as a goat already before. By but me. we've got a we've got a double goat. A double goat on the go. So yeah. um for your two and a one uh, <laughs> because this noise is better than the app would make. <laughs> um, so who else have you picked to? It is a chap which uh, a lot of you might know, uh, Mr. DJ Producer. Ah, big yeah. up Luke. He's only been mentioned a few times. A couple of times, yes. On previous shows. Um, uh, and again, he's one of those guys. Twice in the last show. Yeah, exactly. He's just one of those guys that's. Uh, Sort of epitomizes rave in the UK, doesn't he? Yeah, and he oozes class and rave. Again, he's another one of them completely down to earth. Lovely lad, Luke. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, one of the nocturnals. Remember Tartan, complete cod shit with him for a good hour and a half. Oh, you look, you'll enjoy that. Oh, yeah, he was he in just, he just, Every time you chat with him, he just loves chatting about music, man. Yeah, and like he it makes it, it, it makes it dead easy because. He's receptive to what's going on, and he's much of a fan of music as people are of him. You know? he's yeah, he's a total fanboy. Yeah, he's that's it. But like, he was posting on on Facebook just the other day about moving records from one house to another, uh-huh. and what a nightmare it's been carrying box upon box upon box. Never box, box upon box oh, upon box. I moved loads up to the loft and try to get boxes of records up a fucking really steep fucking shit wooden ladder. <laughs> it's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. 
it's just it's it's an awkward thing to try and carry in front of your face like a Tupperware box full of records or something like that. Isn't it? I keep the solution of just putting the plastic box up and this. I've got this old leather bag. Just fill that up. Tie the top. Winch it up. Winch it up. Put the records down. <laughs> you did a little Indiana Jones like, <laughs> like a little, made it a little yeah, machine. Made a little that. rope ladder out of it. Like mice trap when you're a bear in that. That's hilarious. It's the way you do. You know, it's the way you approach these things, Ali, that I love about you. That's what I love about you. you, you it's the ingenuity. Your boyish grin jokes and your love. Yeah, something. It's a, it's a bit. It's a bit of both, isn't it? What a fanboy. Speaking of fanboys, DJ fanboy. producer. Yeah. Um. So what is it? You, you, you said Luke's just. He's just one of those guys yeah, that the scene just revolves cool around. And he's eight-hour sets. Eight yeah, the big party sets. He covers a whole host. Ranges in that from early hip hop to, to bang and spray call. Yeah. So there's no no limits, no boundaries. Yeah. To his sets. He's a very talented man. He is. He's a very talented man. I've seen him do things on three decks that I couldn't do with a computer and twelve arms. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? He just uh, he's just one of them. So, uh, what tune would you say typifies your love of 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 DJ producer? Again, it was such a difficult choice. There's so many um, of them in there. But I got an album recently, um, Third Movement, I believe it was on. Yeah. All um, tip-top tracks on that, but the producer one, for me, stood, stood out a mile. Yeah. And it's The Last Man Standing, an outside agency remix, I believe. Yeah. They tinkered with it. Yeah. But absolutely beautiful, absolutely Ripper. yeah they're Ripper. proper hot at the minute outside agency everything that's coming out of them it just sounds so good they're wonderful people they're wonderful people yeah, they've just been on point forever yeah they are very very on point and this is the second time overall in the podcast that we'll be playing this tune hopefully we'll actually play the right version of this tune <laughs> that's um, people will remember that this is an actual tune that was picked by Mike Technoist in episode 8 Eight, eight, yeah. He says eight. Also known as the episode that Ali was really drunk and uh, was really sniffy. <laughs> you were very <laughs> sniffy in that episode, weren't it? But we were in a really cold hotel in Leeds. Yeah, I had a cold as well. So you I was did. just like, all I could, I was just breathing through my mouth and going, <gasps> Yes, Ali. Yes, Ali. It was definitely the cold that made you have those snorty noises. That was cover was, was that, definitely the cold. That wicked night in Leeds. Um, Mint, so uh, for the double goat, uh, we're going to play some more DJ producer. This is the outside agency revision of Last Man Standing. You get wicked coke off the dark web. <laughs> <laughs>
get when you mess with me. You know what that smells like? Defeat. Surrender is imminent. Like the great philosopher Sun Tzu said, when you're done fucking your enemies, fuck them some more. And there you have it. And there you have it. Last Man Standing, DJ Producer. Uh, that was the second gold track picked. And we are down to the very last section of the podcast again. No. We've done it again. Uh, it's been sound, sitting down and having a chat with you. You love me. Um, and obviously everyone knows where they can see you. They can all catch you at Hardcore Fighters. You yes, get your tickets on. Yeah, you can get your tickets on Skittle. Get in there, get them early because they will go. And of course you get to see On The Rave live there. Uh, Addy's going to play some tunes and I'm going to... Addy's going to play some tunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's first off, dude. Um, Addy's going to play some tunes and I'm going to shout some stuff down the microphone. Are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's no more fucking coffee for you. <laughs> so... Absolutely, I'm when he's sitting there like a little tinker, paying no attention. Twitching away. Like, just twitching away. Like, saying he needs more coffee. What the fuck? Either way, uh, it's time to move on to the last section of the podcast. As we said, this is, is the personal anthem section. Um, the way we like to describe this is, is if you were a WWE superstar, what music would hit? John Cena. It's because I'm wearing my camouflage shorts. I think you can't see it. Shorts. Shorts. Um, so, personal anthems. Have you have you got have you got many or is there one standout? Far too many to mention. Yeah. Again, this this was a nightmarish choice. Yeah. Um, I basically left it up to the missus to pick it for us. Um, I think that's a good way of doing it, really, because yeah. then you can ask the person closest to you what song sort of is is you. Yeah. In a song. Yeah, that that was. So, the, the way I went about it. I said, Did uh, you give her the choices of what to pick though? Yes. How to narrow it down for you. It's like, which song reminds you of me, but which of these songs yeah. <laughs> reminds you most of me? Because no, she probably would have picked a TDF track or something, but I'd have played safe. Um, just a brutal track. Brutal. Br- brutal, brutal, brutal. Basically, basically, crunchy, crunchy. Yeah. Another face ripper. Yeah. Um, okay. So what? So what tune have you? What tune? What I was going to say. Have you picked? What tune did you let the missus pick for you? <laughs> it is "Angry" by Shadow Breath, which is on Mockham, and it's more of the fruity side of Mockham. <laughs> the fruity, the fruity side of that classic. I didn't realize. Didn't realize. Re- <laughs> didn't realize Mockham was full of raisins. It's the, uh, the fruit and nut. The fruit and nut. Yeah, the fruity yeah, side yeah, of Mockham. Well, Mockham is another one of those really fun, really big labels, isn't it? Uh, I know long time listener and sufferer of the podcast Tony T will be loving a little bit of Mockham being played uh, particularly a one that he didn't pick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but yeah so which Mockham so the uh, Angry, you angry said. Yes. what is it about Angry that makes what is it about <laughs> Angry that you think the missus makes her think about you Ooh. Ooh. Mm, I don't know if it's the screechy ear shattering bits that reminds us of her, or the very low, gut-ripping bass drum that kicks in. Eviscerating bass. Yes, about halfway through the track, it go, the kick drum just goes on a journey of its own. Ah. Goes up, down, it rattles the subs, everything, and hopefully it's that side of the track which... People will enjoy. Yes, yes, because it, uh, it all gets me uh, 
Gets you rigid. Gets me rigid. <laughs> gets me, makes me rigid, love. Right, okay, sound. Well, um, as I said, it's been really sound having you on. Thank you And for sitting us. down in conversation. Um, uh, what we'll do now is we will play that track for you. So, this is Angry by Shadow Breath. Yeah. 
that was the personal anthem track played. That was Shadow Breath. Uh, Shadow Breath! Shadow Breath! It sounds like a character from Lord of the Rings, doesn't it? It's not as good as a meat hanky. <laughs> no, no, to be I've, like, I've come out with some shit in my lifetime, but meat hanky is definitely, <laughs> definitely one of them. It just makes me think of someone wiping their nose on a slice of bacon. Um, which, which people could argue is a waste of bacon, but not for me. Like, I'd eat my bacon in any case, don't I? <coughs> I'll lick your bacon. You'll lick my bacon. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> That's not the sort of relationship we have. It's a working relationship. Just like, you're licking my bacon. You horrible piece of door. In any case, we've come to the end of another podcast. Thank you very much, everyone, for sitting and listening. Um, you can catch us for all sorts of shenanigans on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And for now, I think it's probably time to get scientific. Oh, this one's a fucking science masterclass. Right, okay. Science. Get my dick hard for science. Right. It's going to be fucking super, super bangy, super, super clangy, super, super smeary. It's timing. Never look back on Killing Sheep Records. Get your fucking nana and kick her in the cunt. Oh, <laughs> dear. So we've got some absolute filth to send you all home with. It's been Kush. Uh, you're all hanging out and stuff like that. We'll be back <laughs> in a little bit. Uh, speaking to the other man who's been sat in the room for Pez. Um, but for now, thank you very much, everybody. And we are now officially off the rave.